It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. The Wild Wild West. Why is he shooting at the car ahead of him? Plus, before you get into a mask war this Black Friday, the right way to tell someone to wear a mask. Use terms such as we, for example. How about we make sure that we put on our mask? Then, the doctor who says she learned how to deal with the stress of the pandemic from watching MASH. MASH just so accurately captured what people are saying we should do. And wait till you see what happened when she met her idol. (laughs) And how long can you keep those Thanksgiving leftovers? Food expiration dates. What they really mean. Plus... Do you know who's installing your home security system? The complete violation. The ultimate invasion of of privacy. They were spied on in their own homes by the guy who installed their security cameras. Why would this guy tune into our living area over 300 times? And cat burglar. Stealing shoe after shoe in the dead of night. Plus, a proposal to remember. What did you say? Because the video ends... Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi and today for Deborah. You've seen it in action movies. Guys pulling out guns during car chases and shooting right through the windshield. Well, this wasn't something out of Hollywood. This guy says he was defending himself during a pretty intense road rage incident. How crazy is this? A motorist zips down a Florida highway while shooting through his windshield. Shards of glass fly as his passenger freaks out. The shooter, identified as Marco Mazetta, says he was defending himself in a wild case of road rage. Moments earlier, he says he brake-checked another driver in a Nissan he thought was tailgating him, causing the other driver to bump him from behind. The Nissan then speeds around Mazetta's truck. And when you blow up the video, it looks like he has a gun. Mazetta then pulls his gun from his waistband and starts shooting. The whole incident lasts about eight minutes before the Nissan drives off. Mazetta says after that incident, he pulled over and called police. No charges were filed. It's Black Friday, and if you're heading out to stores to start your holiday shopping, be sure to wear your mask. But what should you do if you see a fellow shopper not wearing one? Should you say something? Well, that comes with a warning because it has led to some pretty intense mask confrontations. 
After more than eight long months dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, mass wars endure. And way too often, the confrontations end in screaming, yelling, or worse. Etiquette expert Elaine Swan says there's a right way and wrong way to ask someone to wear a mask and not get socked in the nose. Say you see someone in a supermarket without a mask. I have a breathing problem. The first rule, take a step back. There's probably nothing you're going to be able to say or do to get that person to comply. So rely on the authority figures who are present. This could be the store manager, maybe one of the cashiers there, if the store happens to have a security guard or something. But if you feel the situation needs to be dealt with, use the right words. Don't use you statements. For example, you need to put on your mask or you should put on your mask or you should social distance. Instead, use terms such as we. For example, how about we make sure that we put on our mask? How about we put a little bit more space in between one another. And if you see other people going at each other. I choose to yell and you cannot stop me. Whenever we see conflict taking place and it, it doesn't necessarily involve you, the best thing to do is to stay out of it. You threaten me. Ain't nobody threatening you. Get out of the store. Whoa. Now to the doctor with the terrific bedside manner. And she says she learned everything by watching reruns of MASH. So we brought her together with the man who inspired her, actor Alan Alda. This doctor says she learned all about bedside manner from watching, get ready for this, the classic TV show MASH. In an op-ed for the LA Times, Dr. Jillian Horton says that Alan Alda's character Hawkeye gave her a blueprint for survival to get through this war on coronavirus. She says the TV show taught her to be principled, be ready to break down and get put back together again. Got a table for one here. Mass used humor to escape the horrors and depression of the Korean War, a situation Dr. Horton tells Inside Edition she can definitely relate to during the COVID-19 pandemic. Mash just so accurately captured what, you know, what people are saying we should do and the choices that we're really faced with. I would not rate on your horse under these conditions. The 1983 Mash finale drew 106 million viewers, still the largest for a scripted show in TV history. It's been nearly 40 years since Alan Alda played Chief Surgeon Hawkeye Pierce on MASH, and here he is today. Our first guest needs no introduction. Yep. We brought the legendary actor together with Dr. Horton. I loved it that Jillian wrote so movingly about the people who are our essential team to keep us alive, risking their lives to do it and and breaking down often, often you know, falling apart because the pressure is so great. So thanks to a real doctor from an actor who played one on TV. Dr. Horton, we thank you too. And with all those Thanksgiving leftovers, you may have more food packed away in your kitchen than usual. But how long will it be safe to eat? Can you simply trust the sell and use by dates? Less Trent with what you need to know. When does the food in your fridge really go bad? We're throwing a lot of things out because you look at the expiration date and you're like, oh, this has got to go. Not necessarily true, correct? No, not at all. With everyone storing food during the pandemic, Chef Lauren Van Lu is showing us what's good to eat even past the sell-by date. Milk, 
um, properly stored in your fridge, mm -hmm. I say five to seven days after the sell-by date. Rather than sniffing the milk in the container to see if it's still fresh, Lauren says to pour it into a clean glass. But there's going to be a big difference between the way this smells like real milk and this that's been sitting oh, yeah. in the container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So Good tip. She says eggs are good for three to five weeks past the date on the packaging. And meat can be eaten six to eight months past the expiration date, assuming it's properly stored in the freezer. June 14th. So they were frozen. That's why I took them. I took ah, them out. Okay. Because I'm making them for lunch today for my kids. Excellent. So we took them out last night. Look, oh. They look like they're just bought. Lauren says always use fresh chicken within two days. If not, I clean it, plastic wrap it, ziplock it, and I freeze it. And on the outside of the baggie, I write today's date, and then if I don't use it within the six, eight months, I toss it. And what about salad greens? I do not leave them in these containers. Roll them in paper towels to reduce the moisture, which causes limp greens. It goes right into a Ziploc baggie. I just tripled my shelf life of my greens. Tips to save you food and money. It's estimated the average American family of four wastes up to $1,500 a year because they throw things away according to sell-by dates. It's a shocking invasion of privacy. A family has a home security system installed and finds out the technician was spying on them. So how do you ensure your own privacy? Here's Amber Cogliano. For decades, millions of Americans have trusted ADT for protection and peace of mind. The most trusted name in security, ADT. But these ADT customers never expected this to happen. It's just a complete violation. It's just the ultimate invasion of, of privacy. Both families say they were spied on inside their own homes by the ADT employee who installed their security system. Amy and Richard Johnson, who have two daughters, say they were mortified when they found out their security camera was accessed 377 times by this ADT employee. You start to think, okay, why would this guy tune into our living area over 300 times? What is it that, was he, that he was seeing that we were doing? Was it the kids? Was it Amy? Shauna and Randy Dottie's family was spied on too. What he did, he's done to us, he's done to others. And it's just not right. ADT admits that their technician identified as Telesforo Avales spied on more than 200 households in the Dallas area. These are the typical views they say he could see right into their living rooms. So how did it happen? ADT says when their technician installed the security cameras, he also signed himself up to be an authorized user, meaning he could log in and see inside customers' homes anytime he wanted to. Some customers say he spied on them for up to seven years before he finally got caught. Attorney Amy Carter represents the families suing ADT for failing to provide rudimentary safeguards. These clients invited cameras into their home to keep them safe and instead ADT allowed a predator, a predator that they employed to invade their homes, videotape them and their children, and then do God knows what with the video. I spoke to Jamie Hange, ADT's chief customer officer. Over 200 of your customers were spied on by one of your employees. What is your reaction? I'd like to say to our customers, first and foremost, that we deeply regret what happened. Uh, we take full responsibility for this. And our goal and our mission from the beginning of this has been to regain their trust 
and their peace of mind. You are known to be the elite in security, and you've let me down. The technician pled guilty to computer fraud and faces up to five years in prison. ADT says when the spying was uncovered, they immediately revoked the technician's access, fired him, and reported him to law enforcement. They've also added enhanced safety features and tell us they're working with customers to reach acceptable resolutions to those lawsuits. Gyms are back open in most places around the country, but this woman is wishing she stuck to home workouts because she says when she went to the gym, she was asked to leave all because of what she was wearing. Uproar at the gym over this woman's sports bra. I should be able to feel comfortable in what I'm wearing in the gym. Julia Marin was working out near her home in Tennessee. That's when she said a gym employee asked her to put a shirt on or leave. Today, I was told I'd have to leave the gym if I didn't put a shirt on with no explanation, she posted. Here's the outfit that caused such a commotion, a black sports bra and high-waisted leggings. It was not revealing or inappropriate in any way. There was nothing um, provocative that could be seen. It was maybe this much of my waist. Julia feels that there's a double standard for women, especially in regards to workout attire. There was no dress code in my um, contract. Social media chimed in. They want you to put a shirt on because nobody wants to see your skin, said one comment. There is nothing wrong with what she is wearing, went another. Julia says she will continue to work out in her sports bra, just not at that gym. A recent survey found that 65% of women avoid going to the gym because they are afraid of being judged. Now to the feline on tape caught stealing shoes. He does it over and over again. Less Trent on what was almost the perfect crime. It's a cat burglar, literally. Every night, this six-year-old kitty named Jordan roams his neighborhood in Altoona, Pennsylvania in search of, get this, Shoes, which he steals off porches and brings home. Jordan's catch for the day. Jordan has a bit of a uh, shoe fetish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's owner, BJ Ross, and her son, Gavin, set up cameras and even put a GPS tracking device on him to see where he's finding so many shoes. Nearly 80 and counting. Night after night, he brings home shoe after shoe. And having just one of a pair isn't enough. He brings one and goes back for the second one either that night or a different day. BJ started a Facebook group to return the stolen shoes to their rightful owners, including neighbor Chelsea Rebinolt. I had a pair of shoes sitting out on my back porch and they went missing. I'm like, um, okay. I actually did not have any idea that there had been a cat taking the shoes. <laughs> Tell you the truth. <laughs> I assume you'll no longer be leaving your shoes outside. Correct. <laughs> Turns out Jordan is one very proud cat burglar. He loves to admire his collection. When we brought the shoes in and put them on the table, he came over like, what are you doing? <laughs> so that GPS they put on Jordan showed he wandered nine miles around the neighborhood all in one night. It seemed like the ideal spot for a proposal. Then this happened. It's a romantic proposal on the Brooklyn Bridge gone wrong. Oh. Oh, 
Angelina Rivera thought she was at the iconic location for a photo shoot. Then boyfriend Chris Vigo surprised her by getting down on one knee to propose. Before she could say yes, yikes, here comes the wedding crasher. Watch again, the photographer steps right into the bike lane traffic and boom. The bicyclist plows right into him and they all go flying. You good, bro? It's okay. But Chris is one determined boyfriend. He carries on with his proposal without missing a beat. What the heck happened here? You're on the Brooklyn Bridge, you get down on one knee. Walk us through what happened. We just, as you see, we were just proposing and I just wanted to propose to my wonderful girlfriend. I didn't know what to do because as a good friend of him, I'm like, do I check up on him? Or do I like, do I stay here and hold her hand and get her to say yes? Angelina says the proposal was a whirlwind. I wanted to laugh, but I didn't want it to because I felt so bad. So what were you thinking? You really didn't look both ways when you crossed into the bike lane. Um, it's my first time on the bridge to be fair, so I thought like people would stop for a proposal. Fortunately, there were no serious injuries and Angelina said yes. <laughs> now with our cameras rolling, here's take two without any interruptions. I'm asking you, will you marry me? And that's how they do it downtown. Congrats to them, and good thing he didn't drop the ring. We'll be right back. Next. What the heck is that for? The little things in life you've always wondered about. If that wasn't there, the milk would explode. Plus, bringing down the house. Oh, my God. And say cheese. It looks so good. The surprise they didn't see coming. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Have you ever looked at something and wondered what in the world is that for? Les Trent is here to tell you. Have you ever wondered why your microwave oven has all those black dots on the window? Or that hole in the pen cap? What the heck is that for? We're talking to lifestyle expert Trey Bodge to learn all the answers. First up, the black dots on the microwave. It's designed to prevent electromagnetic energy from escaping the microwave and protects you from radiation. That little hole in the pen cap, it can actually save your life. It's a safety precaution. In case a child or an adult swallows the pen, uh -huh. the air allows air to go through so they don't ah. suffocate. Notice those blocks of color on toothpaste tubes? Contrary to internet rumor, red does not mean natural ingredients and black does not mean all chemicals. It's actually a marker for the machines when they're manufacturing to know when to cut and fold ah. the piece. I have noticed this little concave circle on milk cartons. What the heck is that for? It's for structural integrity. So when you drop it, if that wasn't there, the milk would explode. But when you drop it, this pops out and it allows it to stay intact. You know we had to check for ourselves. From this distance, it worked. Let's see, it didn't explode. And look at that, there's the dimple. At the supermarket, check these out. They are actually designed to hang bags from if you don't want the contents being crushed by other bags. Hey, I didn't know that. What about margins on lined paper? They actually have an interesting history. It was originally designed to protect what was written uh, from rats nibbling on the edges of the paper. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Moving on to hangers. No wire hangers ever! 
maybe she had a point. Cedar hangers have a practical purpose. They contain natural oils to help repel moths to keep your clothing safe. Now you know. And when we come back, you won't believe what came crashing down during a TikTok video. Someone's dropping in, literally. A college student is singing on TikTok. And then... Oh my God! Her mom comes crashing through the ceiling. Liz San Milan says her mom was in the attic looking for luggage when disaster struck. There are wooden beams in the attic where you're supposed to step, but she tripped over her super cute little silver flip-flops and she fell through my ceiling. She's fine, by the way. What a woman, didn't even get a bruise. The ceiling wasn't so lucky. That video has been viewed more than six million times. And up next, reunited for the holidays. Finally, a family photo session with a very special twist. Hey, guys, look over here a minute. These kids are posing for a family portrait. You look so good. But look at the soldier walking up behind them. It's their dad, Lieutenant Colonel Simon McKenzie, home from the Middle East. A picture-perfect homecoming. <laughs> Together just in time for the holidays. And that's Inside Edition. I'm Mary Calvi in for Deborah Norville. See you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Survivor's back, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist a new co host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladaris. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.